Blog Talk Radio. Went out with some friends this morning, 
from my moose lodge for breakfast at Village Inn. Had a wonderful day, and and my husband took nice, me out for nice. a wonderful supper tonight at Rib Crib. So even though he had to work late, he called and told me Rib Crib. Barbecue, barbecue. I mean, I'm assuming place. they serve ribs, but I just—that's not yeah, a franchise we have around place. here. So that's yeah, it's called Rib Crib. It's barbecue, and we had um, the Philly Griller sandwich. It was uh, barbecue brisket on Texas toast, and with a side dinner, and you know, had the peppers and onions, you know, just like a Philly cheesesteak sandwich would be. You know, it was really good. So. And the well, nice you know, thing was because it was, and the nice thing was because it was my birthday, I got my meal free. So you know, I mean, hey, Granny's all about good food, you know. So. Well, you know what? If it's called rib crib, babies yeah. sleep in cribs, so there must be baby back ribs there. Yeah, yeah. There's baby back ribs. That they got really good ribs there, but. I got to share a funny story with uh, with you, Big Swing, really quick, because um, I know you're doing double duty tonight. You know how you always tease me about the Raiders and the Yankees and you know all that other stuff. Well, you my love friend the Raiders. got yeah. me. No, I don't. Yeah, you sound like B Train. Matter of fact, he he sang me a very special <laughs> song this morning on Facebook Messenger, telling me that I that I was a Raiders fan, Yankees fan, Villains fan, you know, whatever. Anyways, one of my dear friends from the Moose Lodge got me a Kansas, the coolest Kansas City Chiefs mug, drinking mug. It's awesome. I've never seen one like it. And the guy asked at the store where she got it asking ask her if it was a if it was a gift. She says, Well of course it's a gift. I'm not a Chiefs fan, I'm a Broncos fan. <laughs> so I'll have to post a picture of my lovely cup and post it on Facebook so you guys can see it. But no, it's it's been a good day. I mean it's it's been a really good day. I I just now got caught up on thanking everybody individually for all my birthday wishes and text messages and Facebook messages and my goodness I I I've just been wrapped up all day long you know thanking everybody on Facebook for the birthday wishes. Well, yeah, and uh, you know birthdays are a special thing, and uh, of course uh, you know. I uh, we all have uh, at least one birthday a year. Uh, some of us try to book more than one uh, so we can get uh, people to show up to them. Of course, uh, mine's always in January, uh, the 27th to be exact. No one ever does anything for my birthday, uh, so uh, you know uh, it's good that uh, you know you're able to. You see, uh, you know, spend we didn't have a show on my birthday. But my birthday was a Tuesday, uh, August 21st. Um, but Granny and I, we both we both share that we both share that August birthday, which is which is so nice. However, however, though, I, now again, I'm not big into the zodiac. That's not my that's not really my 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 forte or my calling. But uh, I I've been told by people who are big into that. Uh, I'm right on that Leo fringe. But technically, you're a uh, you're a Virgo, right? Yeah, I'm a Virgo. Okay, I, I can see that. Well, I can see that. I, that. That's that's definitely something that, that that's not a surprise to me. I can definitely see that. Okay. Tell you what, next year on the 21st is a Wednesday. We'll we'll set up a show for you. How's that sound? And we and we can definitely do that. 
Well, it's just so good. I'm so blessed. I, I, I am so blessed to have such wonderful friends who I consider family, I tell you, because Granny's been through a lot over the years, you know. And and I had one very good friend. This is another funny story. He said, happy 109th birthday, Granny, you know. And I said, well, I said, thank you. But I said, don't I look good for 109? <laughs> Really, if I, fans, I'm only 56, so this friend, you know, was only 53 years off, you know, but that's okay, you know. Oh, yes. I love, I love my friends, so. Well, and, and we love Granny Hulkster, too. I mean, just uh, we uh, we love that you're part of our show. and uh, Well, I appreciate you know, uh, it, guys. You, <clears throat> You keep you you keep uh, you keep us in line, or at least you try to anyway. Speaking of uh, keeping things in line, uh, we have three guests on tonight. Uh, we have uh, Johnny Nix, uh, we have Rip Rogers, and we have a returning guest, Tommy Jack McGee. Uh, you guys might remember him. Uh, so yeah, so he's going to join us. He's a last minute replacement from our other guest. Uh, and, um, uh, yeah, I was going to let you guys know, uh, which one of you guys are, did you see the movie Revenge of the Nerds? Did either of you guys see that? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, here is, here's the news. We may be having a member of that cast as a guest on this show. Wow. That would be awesome. And uh, here's how that uh, came to be. This particular individual got in contact with me, uh, and uh, this individual, I'm not going to name the name right now, is a wrestling fan, and uh, was uh, cruising through uh, looking for wrestling podcasts online. And he came to ours, contacted me, and said, uh, hey, uh, what can I do? to get on the show. I'd like to join you guys. Uh, and I said, uh, all you got to do is say, Icon, you are the king. You are a god among men. And uh, you have all wrestling knowledge. And he said all those things. And uh, we're going to get him on. So uh, we just got to finalize the date. Well, that's awesome. awesome. Yeah, it's it's amazing. Uh you know, the passwords that people will say to get on the show. It's great. So let, let's talk about something else that's kind of got me, uh, kinda got me uh, in a frenzy here. Uh, Kevin Owens. Now, believe it or not, I do not like Kevin Owens. Never have. Never will. I take the guy's an SOB and a POS. Uh, he's not a he's not an MVP. He's not a VIP. He's just a J-E-R-K. So anyway, uh, <laughs> by the way, that's the icon having fun with letters. Uh, and uh, anyway, uh, he uh, he quit on Monday Night Raw, and uh, I let people on Facebook know how happy I was, and I'm glad to see he's gone, whether it's kayfabe or not. Uh, I'll never like the guy. Uh, so, uh, you know, good riddance to, uh, 
bad trash, big trash, uh, you know, Kevin Owens trash, KO trash. And uh, apparently uh, an individual took exception to that. And uh, whether this individual will call into the show tonight, I don't know. I don't care if he does or doesn't. It's not going to. It's not going to matter to me, but if the individual does call in, if he's got the guts to take my challenge for calling into the show, uh, he will be welcomed with open arms. That doesn't mean that well, he won't be hung up on. Oh, but, well, I don't know. I'm working the switchboard, so, I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, I don't know. Well, well anyways, uh, well, tell them who we got coming up on deck, who our first guest is going to be, and... Uh, and I kind of—I know you were probably in all of your glory on Monday night when Kevin Owens called it quits, huh? Yes, I was. I was—I was overjoyed. I actually had a non-alcoholic beverage. Uh, so tonight we have Johnny Nix, uh, Rip Rogers, and uh, Tommy Jack McGee. Uh, Johnny Nix is nice. our first guest. Rip Rogers, our second, and Tommy Jack McGee is uh, our next. Uh, are either of them on right now? Uh, let me know when they Hello. call in, and I'll uh, I'll do the introduction. <clears throat> so, so, uh, and uh, the other update I have, as people know, uh, you know, uh, North Dakota State University has their first uh, game on Saturday. Uh, the icon is going to be there, and obviously, and. Um, yeah, so uh, we start our march, our march to Frisco, Texas, Saturday afternoon at two thirty. You can watch the game on ESPN Plus. They moved the Bison from ESPN two to regular ESPN uh, because we're so popular. So, what 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 can you say about uh, NDSU? But uh, things are cooking along. As we go for our, as we're calling this stairway to seven. Stairway to seven. All right. And, and of course, I'll keep everybody posted uh, throughout the season. Um, Welcome to our first guest. Uh, 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 Starting to break up a little bit, Icon. All right, sorry about that. The icon, uh, okay. the icon's uh, RV is uh, clicking along. Uh, got uh, some of the curtains done. Got the a Wi-Fi system into it, and uh, the um, satellite system will be going on later this week. So it is going to be a fun time. Sounds like it. <clears throat> and I'm sure Homer was very glad to see his daddy back home after traveling all this weekend, huh? Yeah, after well, after being gone for three straight days, you know, uh, he was spoiled by my mother, his grandmother, and uh, you know, I brought him home, and all he did was mope for grandma. So uh, <laughs> he's kind of uh, he's kind of snapped out of it now because I've been uh, I've been babying the guy, but. Uh, yeah, it's uh, it's great to have a dog like uh, uh, like I have, and his name <coughs> full name. Well, is our Homer. dogs were very glad to see 
our dogs were very glad to see us too when we got back from Little Rock on Sunday afternoon. So they were all very happy to see us. Icon Dick, named after my father, myself, and Stefan Diggs, the uh, the current coolest Minnesota Vikings wide receiver there is today. Well, my basset hound, her name is Maggie, and then I have a dog named Duke that he's half mountain cur, half lab. He weighs about 86 pounds. Got that beautiful brindle marking. And then my son's dog, he's a Chihuahua. He's part Chihuahua and part little wiener dog, and uh, or at least that's what we think he is. And his name is Mysterio. My son named him after WWE Rey Mysterio when he first got him from the shelters seven years ago. Yeah, my uh, my uh, dog is the same thing. Half to all a half. Uh, you know. So, yeah. All right, Icon, we have our first guest on. I'll put him through. All right. All right, ladies and gentlemen, our first combatant of the night, stepping out of the green room and walking down the aisle. Ladies and gentlemen, this guy is what you would call the double K of the wrestling ring. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you Mr. Johnny B. Good. Johnny, next. Hey, Johnny, how are you? Hello, hello. Hey, uh, here's what we do on the show. Uh, once you get the greatest wrestling introduction you've ever had, you let our uh, guests tell us a little bit about themselves, and then uh, uh, we interview them. So give us a little background about yourself, and we'll talk to you. All right, yeah, so I'm happy to be here. Glad to uh, be on your show. Uh, my name is Johnny Nix. I am 24 years old. I am a professional based out of the state of Georgia. Um, I don't know, man. I've been doing this for about five years now, and, you know, I'm just coming back from a, a, a broken tibia surgery, so you know, a lot of things going on for me right now. All right, so... Uh... So you you're still recovering, or you're back going at it now? No, no, yeah, I'm um, I'm getting back into it. I've uh, I've been working at a place called One Paw Factory. It's a place in Norcross, Georgia. Uh, we just uh, had a camp, a super camp, with uh, coaches Les Thatcher, Kevin Kelly, uh, Dr. Tom Pritchard. There, it was really nice, and we had the Cody Rhodes uh, American Dream Scholarship. So that was cool. It was uh, it was hosted by WCW uh, Glacier and Ring of Honor's uh, QT Marshall. Uh, what was it? That's uh, awesome. What was it like meeting Glacier, sir. What was it? What was it like meeting Glacier? Ray. Uh, his, well, his name is Ray, and uh, he's a super nice guy. He, uh, you know, I like that he's uh, running that facility, the One Fall Factory. Just a great guy all around. When you meet him, you know, it's like, holy cow, it's Glacier. And then you get to know the man named Ray, and he's one guy. Cool. All right. So, uh, and uh, you, uh, we, of course, there's three of us here. There's me, there's Granny Hulkster, and the Big Swing. And, of course, uh, the Big Swing is doing double duty tonight. So, uh, me and Granny will be uh, taking uh, most of the interview with you. Uh, so the first question that we have is, uh, in your tenure, uh, in the business, uh, have you, uh, 
won uh, any titles or uh, been a championship, whether it be tag team, world champion? Uh, yeah, well, I have held the world tag belt at a national championship wrestling. It's a uh, it's a place uh, located out of Cornelia, Georgia. It's uh, actually the home of AJ Styles. It's where he uh, first got his feet wet, and from what I understood, it's where he took his first bump. So it's pretty a uh, pretty cool place. Uh, they uh, they even have a show that's on Fight TV uh, for uh, it's, it used to be NWA Wild Side. And now it's uh, it's called Anarchy, so it's pretty pretty cool. Uh, but as far as uh, belts go, yeah, I've only held a tag belt, but I'm hoping to get you know more belts under my waist time when time comes. Uh, well, do you have any uh, upcoming uh, any any upcoming matches that you want to tell us about? Uh, yeah, this Saturday, if uh, anyone in the area, they can catch me in Lauren Road, Georgia, for Southern Fried Championship Wrestling. Hosted by Todd Sexton. Uh, cool place. A lot of uh, rowdy Southern wrestling fans. I'll be facing uh, a guy by the name of Will Caution. He's a he's a young guy, but he's got a lot of. So it's gonna be fun getting in there with him, doing stuff and seeing what we, seeing what kind of magic we can create. You know. And uh, when you wrestle, would you say that uh, you're uh, are you a uh, babyface? Are you a are you a heel or are you an in betweeny or do you let the uh, audience uh, decide what you're going to be that day? Well, I don't know. That's a tough, I don't know. I'm a, I guess you could say I'm in between, man. I uh, I don't really get into. Uh, I understand the psychology of baby versus heel, but uh, whenever I get in there, I just try to tell the story of a fight. You know, um, I'm not really interested in. A good guy should do this, or a bad guy should do that. You know, I just kind of wrestle my way, and you know, see how people react to it. I'm always trying to be a little bit different than the rest. You know. Sure. Now, um, when uh, how long did you hold the the tag belt? Uh, I want to say that was about six months. But uh, and uh, yeah, you, I re- you still do. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. Did you still do tag team partner, or is he in a different organization, or are you guys just taking a break because of your injury? Uh, yeah, we kind of took a break once I got injured. Uh, the tag partner's name was Ashton Starr. He's a pretty cool guy, too. Uh, yeah, we're all, all these guys are based out of Georgia. Uh, where's the Where's the show based out of? Well, we're based out of uh, New York. Morgan, North Dakota, and uh, Granny's uh, in, uh, I keep forgetting where Granny's from, sorry. Arkansas. I live in Arkansas. Arkansas, that's right. Oh, you're I, I, just like the, I just like the way that she says Arkansas, that's why I said that. Yeah, he, uh, he, had, he had a scream at me, man. How are you, Granny? I'm good, how are you? I'm doing well, I'm doing well. You haven't spoke much. Well, I'm, you know, I'm listening. I, you know, I, I, I'm just a co-host, you know, I just kind of help fill in, you know, when need be, you know, I, and actually I haven't, I've been on this show probably a couple of months now. I actually called in one night because a good friend of mine was one of the guests and lo and behold, uh, I used to do a radio podcast a few years ago and I kind of stepped down, you know, for health reasons and everything. Well, lo and behold, now I'm back on the radio again. (laughs) 
I do help with a different couple of podcasts. So I actually have a good friend down in Georgia that uh, I don't know if he still wrestles or not, but uh, he was one of my friends. When I used to watch uh, watch him wrestle up here in uh, Arkansas for traditional championship wrestling, what was his, his name? name's Larry Mitchell, but his wrestling character name was Lars Manderson. Lars Manderson. Lars Manderson. I'm trying to think. It just I can't I can't put a finger or a name with a face. You know. Well, if you ever if you ever go to YouTube and uh, check out traditional championship wrestling and type in his name, you might be able to find some videos of him over the years when he wrestled for TCW. So, but I don't know if he actually still wrestles or not. I know he was not doing it for a while because he was injured, but I don't know if he's actually gotten back into it or not yet. Yeah. But How Granny, j- just so you just so you know, just so you know, um, Granny loves to give the heels or the bad guys lots of grief because that's what I'm fam- that's what I'm famous for. I have one I have one shirt that says, "What you gonna do when Granny Holster goes crazy on you?" Oh yeah. Yep. And today's and yeah. today's my and actually today's my birthday, so we're doing a special show for. In honor of Granny's birthday today, which it, which was a nice surprise. So, well, happy birthday! Uh, Thank that's you. Funny. Did you. Go out to eat for your birthday. Yes, I went out for a nice dinner with my husband and just got back a little bit ago, right before we had to get ready to do the show. So, had a good day. Yeah, I uh, in my spare time. Wrestling, I, I'm, I'm a waiter, so I understand, you know, people with birthdays have to sing all day long. It gets very uh, treacherous after a while. Cause every, I, it, you'd be surprised at how many people have a birthday one day. It's, it's just crazy. I don't know. Well, I'm, very, I'm very blessed. Well, God so, bless you. Uh, we... Uh, as a you know, as a uh, as a wrestler, we all know that uh, all wrestlers have a great finishing maneuver, and uh, we'd like to tell us about yours, uh, how it works, and if you have a name for it, or if you need a name for it, we have a few suggestions for you. Okay, no, well, okay, so I'm very basic. I don't now, now that I've gotten hurt about twice in my life, I don't feel the need to go and do something. You know, dangerous. I uh, I just super kick. Honestly, uh, I call it the Nick's kick, and I mean, it gets the job done for me. Basically, it's uh, I stop my leg into the ground until my opponent gets up off the mat, and then I kick his teeth down his throat. And uh, you know, it works for me. I keep it. So, so have you knocked out any teeth of any of your opponents? Uh, I or tried to. Yeah, some guys have swallowed their teeth a time or two. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, I I throw my kicks very safely. I, I'm I am trying to hurt my opponent, but I'm not trying to end his career. So so you so you want to win the match, but not cripple him, basically. Yeah, right. I'm a nice guy. Johnny's a nice guy. Just depends on. Well, the we know that you know. Well, we know you're a great guy because, uh, you know, the the icon made you a cool collector's card. Now, was that not the coolest thing you ever saw? That was the coolest thing I ever saw. I really want one of those. 
If y'all could well, send I'll tell you way. what. Uh, you're free. You're free to use that in any capacity. If you want to take it, get it printed out, or whatever, uh, for autographs or whatnot. The only thing I request is that if anybody asks you who made it or who designed it, you just say, "Oh yeah, there's this guy in Fargo. He's my egotistical buddy. His name is the Icon. Give him a shout out." You know. You got it, brother. I totally will do that for you. No worries. Awesome. So, so uh, uh, go ahead. No, no, go ahead. I'm sorry. Well, you know, you mentioned that uh, you know you you want to go for the uh, world title. Um, how far away uh, do you think uh, you are from achieving that goal? How many guys you have to go through to uh, before you can go for your next title match? Oh, um, oh, I, I don't, I don't really remember saying I was for the world title. Uh, I don't know if I'm even ready for the world title right now. I'm just uh, kind of finding myself at the moment, you know. Uh, yeah, one day I would like to hold the world belt. Until then, I don't know how many men I got to go through. Probably a lot of them, to be honest with the icon. Probably. Well, here's different. good news for you. Here's good news for you. Anybody, and I, I'll, I'll give this update. Anybody that's been on this show that has went for a title, whether it be the next day, the next week, the next month, the next year, has always came away with a victory winning that title. Okay? We are a perfect 216-0 and right now. Really? So you are going to be – we want to make sure you we add you to that list. So the next time you go for a title – we want you back on the show before you go for that title. We want you back on the show after you win that title. So we, so the power that we give you continues. All right. That's a deal. I'm handshaking awesome. the phone. But, um, now, go ahead. No, I'm sorry. I keep interrupting, man. You, you, you're controlling this. Well, you know, I, I don't like to interrupt my guests either. You know, I mean, it, you know, the spotlight is on you. I mean, I'm just the I'm just the ring announcer here, the the referee trying to uh, uh, give a low blow to your opponent so you win. <laughs> uh, well, I'll tell you what. Here's what we're gonna do real quick, uh, and then we got about uh, we got about fifteen or so minutes left with you. Um, the icon had sent you a script uh, for a little uh, liner promo that we're going to have you do. Do you still have that? Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 right here. I got it. Okay, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to count you down from five. And uh, if we have to do a couple takes, we'll do that. And then, we'll, then we're going to ask you the tough question. Okay. I'm ready. All right, ready? Five, four, three, two. Hey, this is Johnny Nix, and you're listening to the Attitude Era Live with Con, the Big Swing, and the Granny Hulkster. How was that? Awesome. Perfect. That was awesome. And one take, too. One take, too. And, you know, the thing is, uh, ever since I started sending the script out instead of telling people on the air what to say, <laughs> it, uh, right, right. it's been a lot better. Uh, yeah, and just yeah, so, so you, just so you know, Johnny, Granny is not a wrestler. I am just, I even though I've been threatened, been thrown in the ring a few times, and I've been handcuffed to managers at different wrestling shows. I am not a wrestler. I am just a huge fan of the sport. I mean, you know, just so you know that. So, 
Of course, I've had to put some security guards and headlocks before, but you know. So. I believe it. I do. Yeah, and uh, you don't want to make you don't want to make Granny mad, you know. So if, if Granny likes you, she'll bake you cookies. If she doesn't like you, she'll hit you with her cane. And uh, <laughs> her her cane of choice, we call it the hurricane. It's the her hurricane. finishing maneuver. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Shane Helms right there. Uh, yeah, I don't want to get on Granny's bad side, so I'm just kind of trying to play my play my uh, position right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> well, just so you just so you know, I got to share a little interesting story with you, Johnny. The last show that Traditional Championship Wrestling did, Tr- Tommy Dreamer took my fold-up cane and he used it on Matt Riviera during the match. Tommy Dreamer. Yep. I met him. Uh, I met him actually three times. He he's a really cool dude. I would like. Yeah, he uh, is. I've met him on several. Him and Hacksaw Jim Duggan. I have met both of those gentlemen on several different occasions. I've had dinner with both of them, by the way. So that's pretty awesome, you know. Yeah, I I've been I've been fortunate to meet a lot of nice, uh, talented, respected uh, people from the business. You know, from back in this heyday. You know what I'm saying, like. It's crazy, you know, when you when you're a kid, you're watching these people on TV, and then one day you're having to go pick one of them up from an airport and take them to a show, you know, because it's just crazy how life works, you know. And then, uh, you know, I, that's what I think I love most about the business. Not so much the wrestling aspect, just the uh, the history of it, the the people that have been there before me, you know. And then when you meet them in person. Like wow, you know, like you brought so much emotion out of me, and now here you are. It's just, it's, it's crazy, you know. Well, then you, you know, let me ask you this. You know, you mentioned, you know, you, you know, you, you, you actually had Tommy Dreamer in your car, which is really, really cool. Now, no, 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 it, you... wasn't, it, it wasn't Tommy Dreamer. Uh, the the wrestler I had to go pick up was Tully Blanchard. So even cooler, right? Okay. <laughs> Well, yeah, but, I mean, were you thinking, wow, Mr. Blanchard is in my car, or were you like, well, it's just another day at the office? Uh, No, I was pretty excited to have him in my car. But uh, he's a really good guy. He, you know, he uh, pronounced, you know, pronounced his faith as a Christian, and he's, like, a big, big into the Christianity movement and all that stuff, so... You know, I, I really couldn't talk to him too much about that. I was more interested in, you know, talking about his faith, which I'm fine with. I, I don't ever embellish that on him. But, but, yeah, so, yeah, it was pretty cool. I was freaking out. And, you know, one thing that uh, we always have, wrestler, I guess, uh, you, know, as a, you know, as a wrestler, every goal uh, for most wrestlers uh uh, is to make it to the big dance, which is the WWE. Now, not one guest have we ever had has ever said the has replied to this the same way. So we're going to put it to you. Now, when you get to the WWE, we know that you have the drive to do that. Basically, they control all the aspects of your life. They can do who you can talk to, what shows you can go on, this and that. But as an independent wrestler, you basically control your own destiny and do what you want. Now, is the WWE something that you want to do, or would you rather stay independently where you can do what you want? 
Um, well, yeah, I, I would love to be in the WWE. Uh, I think that everybody at some point in their life that does this wants to be in the WWE. Um, now, I think it's pretty cool what's going on in the independence right now. You know, you got New Japan coming to America. You've got Ring of Honor picking up uh, attendance. You know, uh, you got the Bullet Club putting in all in this Saturday. So, I mean, yeah, it's a lot. A lot of things are going on in the world right now that I think like uh, I think like a new wave or a new era of wrestling. You know, so that question might might change over time, but for right now, yeah, I do want to go to WWE. But I mean, and one thing that we'll ask you. I'm sorry, I didn't interrupt you, but one thing I will ask you is when uh, we turn on the WWE, Monday Night Raw, and we see you, the Nick Man, the Knicks, Johnny Knicks, on the big screen, we can still call you, and you'll still consider us your friend, and you'll still talk to us, even after you sign that million-dollar-a-year contract. Of course. <laughs> Why not? I don't care. Well, I'm see, not, there you I'm, go. Hey, I, I, I don't. I don't think I'm not trying to big league nobody. I'm not trying to act more than what I am, brother. I'm just a guy who works a nine to five job in the week and trains at night and then goes out and tries to showcase some talent on the weekend. That's that's what I am right now, you know. So, and, and if I get a million dollar contract, that's not going to change who I am. Uh, I'm still going to be me. I'm still going to, you know, try to help out as many people that help me out. You know what I'm saying? I don't care. Awesome. See, and it's on It's on tape. It's been recorded. So <laughs> you're in White Flint, and we are a friend of yours. And uh, we definitely want uh, – so we definitely we are, we definitely are friends with you. And uh, we're glad that, uh, you know, you uh, you're on with us tonight. If our fans wanted to check you out, track you, I'm sorry, I, I didn't catch that. What? You have a uh, Facebook, you have Instagram, you got a Twitter, you got a YouTube. What do you got out there so our fans can check you out and keep track? Oh, of course. Uh, you can find me at Johnny Nick N I uh, J O H two and a Y. Uh, the last name is N-I-X-X. You can find me like that on Facebook. Uh, probably find me like that on Instagram. Uh, Twitter's a little bit different. So it's the at, and then you go the Nick's experience. Uh, so, yeah, that's my three major platforms. I uh, need to get on the ball and create a YouTube because that seems to be the rage. And a lot of uh, the big guys, they keep saying, you know, you need a YouTube, you need a following, because uh, I found out WWE looks at that stuff, they look at your followers, they look at uh, what you're doing on social media, you know, social media is a big thing when it comes to promoting yourself and also, you know, getting a try out And uh, also, we know that we have members of WWE Creative uh, listening to the show, uh, because every time we talk about what they're going to do, change the script. And uh, if we talk about something they're not going to do, they do it. So we know that they're listening. 
and uh you know it's uh it's one of those things so uh they'll probably they'll probably hear you and they're like well Johnny Nix we got to call that guy now i'm kind of curious where does the uh how does uh, the double x is that something that you add or is that uh the actual way it's spelled or do you just add the Oh, so uh, when, whenever I got the business, uh, I mean, I don't, I don't know if I, if I can actually give you my real name, uh, but that's not my real name. Uh, Johnny Nick derived well, no, I understand. from. Uh, I understand. Uh, it's my musical passion, so you know, you got Johnny Cash, so Johnny, and then you got Stevie Nicks, who is, uh, but you know, of course, she is spells her name different, but. I always thought NIXX was total rock star, so that's why I did that. But okay, well that's yeah. cool that you like Johnny Cash. Let me ask you this: Do you ever go uh, and grab the mic from the ring announcer and say, "Hi, I'm Johnny Nicks." <laughs> Do what? No. Well, no, because you know Johnny Cash. I'm oh, sorry about that, because you know Johnny Cash always used to before he used to go on stage. What you say? Hi, I'm Johnny, I'm Johnny Cash. Cash. Yeah. You ever go up and say, "Hi, yeah. I'm Johnny Nix." Hello, I'm Johnny Nix. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. I, uh, yeah, I like you know, and um, I try to put as much of a persona. I try to take from the the rock legends, you know, the Angus Young, the Kurt Cobain. Uh, the Joe Walsh, David Gilmore, all these guys that, you know, had a presence on stage in the music world, but try to put that into a wrestling persona. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I don't feel like nobody has ever truly captured the rock star. Uh, a couple people came close. You know, you got Jeff Hardy, you got Raven, you've got uh, Shinsuke Nakamura, which who, who does a fabulous But, uh yeah, I'd, I would like to be thought of as the rock star wrestler one day, maybe, you know? Well, I'll tell you what. To us, you are an awesome rock star. And uh, we, definitely right. want to, uh, we definitely want to have you on again uh, at some point. And then uh, hopefully, uh, uh, if I can send you an address, uh, you know, down the road uh, for our big Christmas promotion, you can send us some... Uh, you can send us some autographs for giveaways. I sure will do that. Awesome. I'll send you the address, and then uh, you can, uh, you know, send us uh, four or five or three or four, whatever you can spare. We'd appreciate it. And uh, I will stay in contact with you. And uh, when, uh, at, you know, when you got a big match coming up that you want to get the fans in the stands for, uh, you uh, send me a message. We'll get you on. We'll uh, get you on the schedule. And we can talk about it, and we'll get uh, our fans to be your fans. Because we, we are your fans now. Thank you, Icon. All right. Thank you, Johnny, for joining us. And, uh, Thanks, we'll, Johnny. Uh, be in contact. Thank you, Johnny. Granny, thank you all. Thank you very much. It's been great being on the Attitude Era Live. Thanks, Johnny. All right. Well, that I'll was Johnny back. Nix, ladies and gentlemen. He will definitely nix you in the ring if you say anything wrong about Johnny. 
So yeah, Johnny Nix, what a great guy. What that a great was an interview. Awesome I love inter- the guy. interview. Yeah. It was awesome. So uh our next guest uh, should be calling in soon. Uh it's gonna be Rip Rogers. Uh so uh yeah. Uh, so, uh, Granny, uh, you know, um, I I know that uh, what I'm about to do next, that uh, you'll return the favor on uh, your show tonight. But after this podcast, you do another podcast. Tell us about that. Well, it's um, Off the Rails Uncensored um, with our good friend B-Train. And uh, I know, you know, you and so that was good. I was listening, on I was that listening show to a lot of that. As, that was good. And uh, so I will definitely um, plug our show, you know, on that one as well. I know uh, B-Train always has really nice things to say about you and Big Swing when, you know, we're on, when I'm on his show with him. So, Well, that's good. That, that's good. Um, real quick, guys, uh, I wanted to say a um, quick preview for Helen Cell before we get to the next guest. I just I had some matches that have been announced, and Braun Strowman has announced he is cashing in his money in the bank at Hell in a Cell against Roman Reigns. Um, we saw what he did to the Shield Monday night. Do you think Strowman comes away with this, or is he another failed cash? Mm, I don't think. I don't, I don't know. think they'll take it off Graham that quick. I wouldn't. You wouldn't think. But here's what I don't understand with the WWE. The biggest baby face you got, Braun Strowman, and then you turn him heel. What do they do? I don't know. Just when they have arguably their best pay per view of the year, they go off and do stuff like this. So you never know. But more, more about this at the end. We do have our other guest on Icon, so I'm gonna let you do your thing. Ladies and gentlemen, our second combatant of the night. This guy gives new meaning to the word rip. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood. He is Rip Rogers. Hey, buddy, Hi, how are you? Hey, guys. What's up? Good. Hey, uh, you know, I think Mr. Rogers said it best when he said, won't you be my neighbor? So how are you, man? <laughs> Shit, I'm here fucking living the dream. You know that. <laughs> well, here's what we like to do. After I introduce the guests, we like to have them give us a little background about themselves when we ask them some. So uh, if you want to go ahead and give us your background, then we'll uh, ask you the uh, the question. <clears throat> What's my background? Well, I've been doing this shit. I've been, I've been doing this shit over fucking 40 goddamn years. So uh, fucking Google it. Everything on the Internet is fucking true. Don't have my right name. I don't have my right birthday. I ain't got nothing fucking right. So. <laughs> so basically, uh, you're not a fan of Wikipedia, then. Of what? You're not a fan of Wikipedia. No. Uh-uh. Put anything on there. Right. You know the sad thing is though, I don't have a Wikipedia page. I wish I did, but that's a that's a story for another time. So, uh, you are a legend in this business, and we know this. No, whoa, 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 whoa. Uh, no, 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 no. I'm just some guy 
that was growing up was the world's biggest wrestling fan. Okay, I used to get all the okay. magazines. I, I was a member of the the handsome Jimmy Valiant fan club. I'd be up on my roof turning the antenna around so I could get Nick the Bruiser's wrestling or Nick Gulas's wrestling out of Louisville, the old Sheik's wrestling out of Cincinnati, or even Phil Golden All Star wrestling out of Paducah, Kentucky, late, late, late on a on a Saturday night on a black and white TV, etc. But I was just some guy that loved pro wrestling, didn't fucking know why, but I was always attracted to it. And here I was, some bumfuck Seymour, Indiana, population 14,000, didn't know how in the hell I was going to get there. My dad worked in the goddamn fucking post office. And so how was I going to get there? But somehow, looking back, I fucking, uh, somehow, somehow I got in there and... Uh, did some shit that you can't make up. It's so fucking unbelievable. Met some fucking people that was so fucking outlandish and got so many goddamn stories to tell, but won't tell most of them because it would put a dim light on those that are dead. <laughs> but I, I love pro wrestling. I just uh, don't watch it now. It's, it's right. disgusting. Now you you did start out in Ohio Valley Wrestling, correct? I've been wrestling at. No, I started wrestling in the seventies. Okay. No, I was at Ohio Valley Wrestling in, ni- in the nineties when when I went off the road and I worked, started working with Danny Davis, and I was a business partner with his. Uh, Twenty. 20 years ago. So, uh, I, I can give you stories about pretty much anywhere. <laughs> All right. Well, the, the, um, the one thing I remember most about watching you when I was younger, because uh, I know a lot of uh, guys that we have on the show hate when I say I used to watch you when I was a kid because they don't like that. But what I remember most about you is uh, uh, your blonde locks and your black beard. I'll never, you know, uh, I'll never forget your look. As a matter of fact, when I was in high school, I dyed my hair blonde and kept my facial hair black, and I kind of modeled my look after you. I mean, I'm not as good-looking as you, but I used to model my hair and facial hair after you. Well, well, nothing I did was original. So <laughs> it's like uh, I got my hair blonde because, uh, let's see, I was my real name, then I was Hercules Samar, then I was a, a disco kid, and then I went down and worked for uh, Frankie Kane in Mississippi in 1979 as Rip Rogers. And Rip Rogers, the original Rip Rogers, was the great Eddie Graham, who worked in Texas in 1955 as Rip Rogers. So Frankie Kane, who saw me, who was the great Mephisto, who's the Skandar, Aklar's cousin, half-brothers, neighbors, or whatever you want to call the thing. Anyway, he gave me the name Rip Rogers because he said I reminded him of Eddie Graham. So that was a, that was a hell of a compliment. So I had my hair blonde there. So I've been... Uh, I was bleaching my hair blonde since 1979, and then uh, when I was in the ICW with uh, 
one of the, one of the business owners there with the, the Popo family, uh, Randy Savage, Lanny, Angelo, Ronnie Garvin, Bob Roop, Bob Wharton Jr. Uh, when I was there, uh, all of a sudden I started getting some some zits, <laughs> some zits on my on my neck and stuff. So I, I grew a beard, so the so the zits would heal up. <laughs> <laughs> and then I then I basically kept the beard. Then as I get older, of course, you gotta you gotta put that. When I was like thirty two, I started getting a little bit of uh, gray in there, and that was shit. <laughs> so I had to keep that thing jet black. So I do that when I whenever I do TV or was going to be gone for a while or whatever. But I kept that uh I kept that hair blonde for uh, except when I worked for Bill Watts. I had I lost a hair match in ICW. To leap the landing, I had my hair, so I let it go. But I let it grow back for six months, and then dark. Then I bleached again, and then worked for Ron Fuller in Southeastern. So uh, I've always had that blonde hair, except now I'm 64 years old. So now the hair ain't blonde. Now it's uh now it's white. It's white from old age. Then the son of a bitch, my hair gets wet. Looks like it looks like I got goddamn four fucking wet hairs. So it's a hell of a rip. <laughs> So basically, you went from uh, you went from being uh, the convertible blonde to the nature boy. No, I had blonde hair when I was with convertible blondes. Well, no, you when, mentioned when you have I white had... hair now. So, I'm, so that's yeah. where the nature boy thing comes in. Oh, okay. No, when I had you know what's funny when I had this is before cable TV. Okay. So I'd never, I'd never right. seen Rick Flair. I had never seen Rick Flair. He'd rest. He was wrestling in. Uh, well, he was working first match for fucking AWA in Bergen, and they had the plane crash, and he got the job uh, there when they needed uh, the heels in uh, Charlotte, and he got his rub as being Ole Anderson's cousin. But uh, this was before cable TV, so I, I'd seen him in matches. I didn't know hell. I worked with him when I was like 22 in St. Louis. Mm-hmm. At uh, the old at the old wrestling from the chase uh, that Sam Mustick had, I got to work a show against uh, well, two times once against Murdoch and once against Blair, and uh, so that so that was different. But uh, I never even uh, never even seen work. It's like most of the guys you see guys growing up and they're you're you're like your fucking heroes. <laughs> then you see them in person, you go, holy shit, <laughs> this is completely different. I never, uh, I never had, I never, uh, I never wanted to learn what the guys really were like, because all the all the wrestlers were playing a character, and we're all flawed humans. And then when you really, and uh, really, the guys you think are great aren't great, and the guys you think aren't so great, they're really great. So it, it's a funny goddamn business. I always call it the world's greatest worst fucking business. Now, did you did you ever wrestle with Randy or against Randy? Savage? Yeah, we lived together four years. Now, is he as as he is really as intense as people? Oh, say that my he God, was? my God, he's more than that. Hey, the only time I ever seen him break character in my life, he had a little dog and it died, and that was it. But he is the most intense. He was the most intense. Jesus Christ! He would. We we go to we go to a restaurant. He'd have to sit some there somewhere with uh, his back to the wall, <laughs> so he could see everybody coming in. 
And I, I used to rib him because he'd be like, man, you want to fight everybody in the world. I can, I can see the way he's looking at me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but so, no, he, he, he taught me a whole lot about, I wouldn't have got into, I'd always train with weight, et cetera. And then me and Randy were sitting there watching Memphis TV, Jerry George TV. And uh, we saw Kevin Sullivan in the Mr. Tennessee contest. So Randy says, hey, we're going to do that. So if Randy said something, you did it. So we started training for these physique contests. So we got into volunteer classic. And as a matter of, as a matter of fact, Kevin Sullivan was it was he was in that too. So, but all of a sudden, when when Randy started, we're in the same contest. Now we're driving to Knoxville, and we lived in Lexington. We're going to the same place, but now we're mortal enemies because we're competitors. <laughs> and, and Randy, he would fight he'd fight you to death. Whether it was a curling contest, a bench press contest, who could beat each other in uh, a fucking card game. Who could have a forty-yard fucking dash, no matter where it was? And unfortunately, a lot no. of times I would beat, I would beat him, and then he'd punish me. But I wasn't smart. I wasn't smart enough in the business to put him over and let him win. I was a dumbass and would really give it my best. <laughs> well, now you mentioned you lived with him for a year. So did did he ever do this to you? Hey, brother, you didn't do the dishes last night. No, Randy was a. When I first met Randy, we were the world's biggest pigs. Then all of a sudden, Randy got into a – he became a clean – like a clean freak nut. And he'd be cleaning the bathrooms and shit and everything. Me, I could let, I could sleep in the same bed for a year and never never change the fucking sheets. Uh, my sophomore year in college, I wore the same pair of corduroy, gray corduroy pants the whole fucking year. Of course, they dry rod, and I put some patches on the shit and everything. I did that on a $10 bet. But Randy became a guy. Randy, if he attacked something, he gave it a hundred percent. I don't care if it was lifting, if it, or if it was in the ring or whatever. But he was every minute of his fucking life. It was like geared for something. And if he did something, he did it a hundred percent. Now, uh, later on in your career, correct me if I'm wrong. I I, I may be. I'm, and I may not be. Did you also do any? Did you also wrestle for Stu Hart for a brief time? In oh hell! Let's see. In eight, yeah, in '88, I went up and worked for Stu. Let me see. Uh, let me see. '87, I just got done. I left Kansas City, then I went to South Africa, and then the Cuban assassin Angel Anzavita. I've been a couple places with him, and so. He got me up there booked for Stu. So I was with Stu, let's see, January, February, March, April, May. Then I went to uh, Japan for Baba and uh, all Japan. And then I went for Emil Dupre for three months. And then I went back to Stu for the rest of 88. Then I went to Puerto Rico in 89. Yeah. What was it? I suppose... uh... You, you've, uh, you know, we've had, uh, we got a show coming up where we have uh, two of the Hart brothers on with us, uh, Bruce and Ross. Now, I, uh-huh. I'm sure you've met every member of the Hart family, Stu, Helen, Brett, all those guys. Am I, am I right on that? Oh, the Hart family, 
you know what's so funny is they're all great in their own way. They're all completely unique in their own way. And it was like, it was, I mean, what a TV show that would have been to have the hearts on there all playing themselves. And and I've been on Bruce Bruce's radio show, I think twice the last year, uh, with him and Bob Johnson on the Hart Brothers Radio, and uh, I just had a great time there. But if you couldn't have a great time working for Stu Hart, I mean, some something was wrong with you. That was just a that was just a great fucking time, great place, a lot of great guys, a lot of great workers. Never had a crossroad uh, work with any of them. Uh, you know, as a matter of fact, uh, Bob Johnson, and uh, uh, I want to thank him because he's the one that got uh, he's the one that got the hooked up together. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. I want to thank him, and uh, he's uh, he's going to be on our show in a couple weeks with the with the Heart Legacy. We're going to call that show. Uh, yeah. Now, currently, uh, you uh, you're. You're not really wrestling now. You're more, more or less a trainer, aren't you? No, I haven't wrestled since. Uh, uh, I got. I was teaching at OBW. I was doing the. Uh, I was. Te- I was the only instructor for the for WWE there. And I got hit okay. and run left. For, and I got hit and run and left for dead. Because I had a when I. Yeah, this is funny. When I was working for uh, WWE, uh, I was an independent contractor, so they wouldn't give me any insurance. So I had to actually go out and get another fucking job so I could have some insurance, health insurance. So I worked at UPS. So I lived in Indianapolis, drove to Louisville every day, and fucking worked at UPS Monday through Friday. So I was a fucking nut. (laughs) Hey, you go, hey, now, when I start talking, you might ask me a question, and I might go off and just go off. So sometimes you got to reel me back in, because if not, I'll just fucking talk your head off about shit that don't make any fucking sense, because I'm out there. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. Here's what we're going to do. Here's what we're going to do. We're going to continue this, but I sent you a script that I'm going to have you – we're going to have you do the liner right now. We're going to do that, and then we're going to – so we don't run out of time, and then we're going to ask you some more questions. Okay, I got you. Okay, I'm going to count you down from five. We have to do a couple takes. We'll do that, then we'll proceed. Uh, five, four, three, two, one. Hey, this is Hustle Rip Rogers. You're listening to the Attitude Area Live with the host, the icon, the big swing, and Granny Hulkster. Awesome. Perfect. One take. That was great. And, um, now, uh, you and uh, Granny's going to ask you a question about this because that's why I'm asking this. You were you spent most of your career as a heel, did you not? Oh my God! I only I'll, I, I'll tell you the only times I was babyface was when I started out like everybody is, and then I was baby. Then uh, hell, I worked. Uh, TVs in Oak Hill, St. Louis, Kansas City. I worked Dick the Bruiser house shows, worked for the old Sheik, worked for Nick Goulas. And then I got hooked up with Randy and then went to the Maritime in summer of 78. And then all of a sudden they t- turned me into Hercules and Mark. 
So here I was. I had a black afro and and was was built real good, but as the world's worst fucking wrestling talent was it because I wasn't even uh, I wasn't trained or anything. But uh, I got my foot in the door, and then I, I worked as a babyface for like four months in the Maritimes. Then Randy booked me in for Nick Goulas as a disco kid. That was one of my great fucking ideas. So, and then I worked babyface, and I turned heel and was his partner. And that was the only time I ever worked fucking babyface, except when I went to work for uh, Otto Vons in Austria and Germany. And the first night in, we had too many heels. He said, hey, can you work? Uh, no, this is Peter William in goddamn Graz, Austria. He says, can you work babyface like I do an Adrian Street gimmick? I said, sure, because I'd worked for six months with Adrian Street in Continental in 86, 87. So after the first night, he says, no, I want you to do that from now on. I said, but goddamn, Peter, I'm a fucking heel. He goes, oh, no. This is what we need. I said, okay. So uh, I worked babyface when I was in Austria and Germany over there. And then I guess in Japan, the first night in TV, they about beat me half the fucking death. Immediately went into queer character the next fucking night. And uh, and Joe, the referee, said, uh, Baba, Baba said, you do that every night. Be good guy. I said, okay, I got you. So, hell, I, I did the fucking, uh, uh, like, the Adrian Street gimmick over in Japan. Hell was for, for survival to keep them some bitches from killing me. But they about to knock the fuck out of you. <laughs> well, Granny, uh, uh, I'm sure you got a few questions about that because we know how you feel about heels, so go ahead. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, first of all, I'm not a – I've never been a wrestler, even though that's just my little gimmick name that was given to me several years ago because I am such a huge fan of wrestling. And I remember seeing you back in the day when you used to wrestle. And because uh, and I'm originally from Kansas. I, w- I didn't live very far from Kansas City, you know, so I – before I moved to Arkansas. But what was – you, I guess one of the questions I would like to ask you, what was one of your most challenging matches that you've ever had in your career? Never, uh, never, never even thought of that. They're all the same. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. All you're doing is tweaking. Not even, not even with all Paul Orndorff? No, why? Me and Paul had a great match. We'd never even seen each other before. And I and I and I couldn't think I said, Paul, I knew you you would be great. You were trained in Tampa. He said, Brother, I got in the ring with you. Jesus Christ, I wish I could work you every night. I said, No, I know it's a hell of a rib, isn't it? <laughs> you, you never know. Never he was know. really good. But he was just he, he was great. He was great. Now if uh he the, the WWE, uh, you know, um, I don't know uh, how if you follow the product or not anymore, um, because you know the WWE has uh, their history lately of uh, not really putting forth a you know a good product. Um, is uh, the WWE Hall of Fame something that you want to do, or do you not care? Oh, I have no interest at all. But 
see, first of all, Hall of Fame's ribs. If Vince wants you in, you're in. If not, you're not. They can make anything. Hey, whoever wins the war controls history. So they can say anything about you they want. But if you can go there and get you a nice fucking payday and hang out, and they let me wear my goddamn fanny pack, walk around with my lats out, and I'll call everybody brother, that'd, that'd, be, that'd be a good time to have a rib. But I got no interest. And uh, you uh, you mentioned that uh, you're not uh, you you haven't wrestled uh, and you're and you're not wrestling and you don't have any uh, you don't have any gumption to get back in the ring at all for anything. You just rather do the training, right? Well, I still teach. I do seminars all over. Uh, I still I teach at OBW for the last twenty years. Uh, Still on weekends. If I'm not doing a seminar, I'm right there. So I'm uh, so I'm still teaching. I'm still involved, and I get my fix there. You know what I mean? Right. And nobody and nobody tells me what to do. So uh, I I talk the way I want to, and that's it. If you don't like it, get the fuck out of here. I didn't ask you to come here to begin with. Now, who have the, who have you trained? If you can name a few. Or if you don't want to, I'll understand. You don't know fuck all about me. You don't know fuck all about my goddamn history. You done a shit job of fucking background fucking check. So, well, I know I know your history. I'm letting you tell us. No, I don't need to fucking tell you all. Why? Why would you blow your own fucking horn? I, I thought you just hadn't didn't even know. No, but here, here's the thing. When I'm in the ring helping uh, Randy Orton and John Cena and Batista and Brock and Shelton, Shelton Benjamin, stuff like that, see, these guys were the chosen few by WWE. That wasn't no big deal. The thing I was proud of is I got 64 fucking people, jobs that walk through OVW. In the, they come into beginner's class, and I got them jobs with – WWE, either as wrestlers, referees, uh, announcers, office stooges, or whatever. Like uh, JTG, Santino, Armando Estrada, Serena Deeb, who's down there as a coach down at the Performance Center, uh, Eugene Nick Dinsmore, Rob Conway, uh, the Bashams, uh, uh, stuff like that. Now, you know, you mentioned, uh, you know, you mentioned uh, Eugene, uh, Nick Dinsmore, you know, he's a, he's a good friend of mine, uh, as a matter oh, of fact. Uh, yeah, as a matter of fact, I, uh, I make uh, cards for his uh, wrestling school, uh, like I go. made for you. Yeah. Uh-huh. Now, when you, uh, is there anybody currently that uh, you're training that you could talk about that you think has a potential, or do you not really want to go there? Well, I don't really want to go there. I got I got a guy right now who's just fucking got star written all over him. But when you say that out there, then people will start digging, and there ain't no pressure on him right now. Then they start knocking him. And you know how the wrestling business is. Everybody loves you until you start doing better than them. Then all of a sudden they hate you. But that's anything he's saying. Yeah, so – Okay. Uh, it's a rough, it's a rough business, a tough business, but it's the business I chose to be in. It's the business you chose to be in, it's, and it's the business. Uh, it, a lot of stuff sad. I've seen uh, guys kill themselves over not making it in this fucking business, you know. So, uh, 
we're looking at looking at different things that the fans will look at. Right. So, uh, uh, the the guys that uh, that you train, that yeah, make it. Now, do they do they still stay in contact with you? And, uh, you know, so okay. ask you for advice, or do they okay. just kind of like okay. move on? Well, some people uh, I've never lost contact with. Uh, some people is as old as them. I'm like their uh, uh, college football coach. And it's my job to teach them to the best of my ability. Then they move on to the next stage of their life. A lot of them, uh, some people, I, some of them I talk to weekly. Some of them, they still need guidance. And, uh, but everybody's different. But uh, some people, uh, when, when they're there, they don't have, they don't appreciate you until you're gone, like anything. Because all right. uh, I would use any method, fair or foul, to get you better, uh, to uh, achieve your potential. Uh, it was my job to make you good, my job to make you fucking safe, and my job to make you understand the business. I was sort of like a, uh, a drill sergeant taking a bunch of high school kids and I had to help them prepare to go to the Vietnam War to survive. So I would be taking a lot of uh, guys that weren't smart to the wrestling business and had to teach them the wrestling business. Right, and you know, basically when when you're training them, you know, you you, uh, you get the you get the you you get the look right away. It's like, okay, this guy's got potential. This guy needs you can tell that right away. Like this guy has got potential. This guy needs work. This guy will never make it. Or do you just treat everybody with an equal no. standing? No, well, treat everybody equal, but you can. You're learning coaching. Some people you can yell and scream at. Some people you can't. Some people, uh, they need to have positive reinforcement, and some people need to be fucking yelled at, you know, for them to get it. I learned not to judge a book by its cover. And, and then again, it's like any time if you come in and you were a second-generation wrestler, Robert Smart, you, you were you were 90, 99% ahead of the other guy because you had the right mentality. Whereas a guy that just that, – they signed or whatever. He had no idea, so he has to he has to learn the hard way, and he don't get things for for a long time. And then some guys they'll come in and it's, they'll look real good, but then they never really get any better. And some guys are struggling at first, but then over a long period of time they really get it. And it's like riding a bike. Once you get that some bitch, you got it. But it takes a long, long time to get it. And I would do nothing but basics, 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 and basics, like any sport. How does Steph goddamn Curry get fucking good? How does anybody in any sport get any good except by being a fucking nut and fucking practicing? So, right. uh, I was a stickler for fucking... Go ahead. So, like, 
my, I guess my final question is, and then uh, we'll ask you one other quick thing, and then uh, uh, we will uh, we uh, we do appreciate you joining us tonight. It's been awesome that you take time out of your schedule to join us, and uh, we hope that uh, you, uh, we, you you consider us uh, friends and uh, you come back on again at some point. Just uh, okay. You said what? What did you said? Another question. Right. Now let's say a guy walks in your door. Your training facility. Yeah. He, he he has he has the he has that attitude. He has that mouth on him. Like no matter what, I'm going to make this business. I got this. You know, you can polish me, and I'll, I'll be ready. What, how would you? What do you do with a guy like that that comes in with a you know like he's already ready to go? You know. Well, that ends real quickly. I'll have them get in a uh, get in a ring and chain with somebody. In ten minutes, he's puking in a bucket. Or then I'll say, "Oh, you're so fucking good. Get in the ring with this guy you've never seen before, and go an hour right now. Go." And they are quickly and they are quickly humble. They usually last three minutes. There's nothing but fucking clotheslines, and I just start fucking laughing at them. Now. You see how fucking rotten you are. You think you're the you great. You're the fucking shit. So, uh, humility is everything in this fucking business. If you're humble, they will teach you. If you're not, they'll tell you go fuck yourself. Awesome. All right, and then uh, last thing here: if our fans wanted to uh, check you out and follow you, do you have a Facebook? You got an Instagram? You got a Twitter? You got a YouTube? Uh, how can our fans check you out? Well. I'm at, on, uh, well, I got all that shit, but I don't know what other stuff. I, I know at Twitter, I'm, I'm Hustler2754. H-U-S-T-L-E-R-2754. That's not fucking born. February 7th, 54. Awesome. Well, that, I'll that tell you other what, stuff, do... go ahead. That other stuff, people sign me up for it. I don't even know. I play with it accidentally. Anything I do on the phone or on fucking any of that shit's an accident. But uh, but, but your buddies with Nick, that's what's so funny because I had Nick down there at OVW for years. He couldn't get a job. So uh, I said, Nick, uh, all of a sudden, uh, I invented Eugene. And then uh, he ran with it. And then all we had to do was do that. And all of a sudden, he had with WWE, if he would have stayed there, he could have got beat up. Went to the fucking hospital, had the fucking surgery, go to fucking rehab, and he turns out all of a sudden he's normal again, right? So, had the whole thing planned and whatever, but, you know, life never goes as planned. Yeah, yeah he has his uh, own uh, wrestling show, uh, wrestling school in South Dakota called Midwest Pro Wrestling. And uh, he's uh, actually married to Miss South Dakota. Uh, and... Uh, I mean, he's he's a great guy. Now I know where he gets it because you uh, you helped him. Oh no, he's a good guy. I'm evil. <laughs> well, I'll tell you I what. I got to meet Nick. Uh, I got to meet Nick a few years ago at a wrestling show in Harrison, Arkansas. That was pretty awesome. It was a legend yeah. show for mid states, and he he was really a great guy. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what, Rip. I I I love you, man. Uh, I I am and always will be a fan of yours. And uh, you, you've been 
most awesome, most gracious, and uh, you uh, you treated me better than uh, uh, Stevie Ray did, so I do appreciate that. <laughs> hey, we're all just fucking uh, guys that love wrestling. We're fans. Fans always make the best fucking wrestlers, and nobody's better than nobody. Some people are just lucky to make a lot of money doing uh, this doing this phony bullshit that they don't ever have to grow up as. So in the wrestling business, Lanny Popo called it terminal adolescence. So if you got in when you're 22, you stay 22. So I still think I'm 22 years old, and you never grow up. So. That's the way it is. That's why I like it. That's why I love it. So, thanks for having me on. Well, I'll tell you what. Yeah, thanks, you Rip. don't look a day over. You don't look a day thanks. over twenty-two, buddy. We appreciate it. Thank you. <laughs> Have a great night. Okay. All right. Have a good one. All right. Bye-bye. Yep. Rip Rogers, ladies and gentlemen. You know, we just we just left Mister Rogers' neighborhood. Uh, it was awesome, uh, and our, I'm sure our next guest is uh, already ready. Hopefully. Uh, uh, Big Swing is watching uh, that, uh, and uh, uh, yeah, they've been on hold for about twelve minutes. I'm gonna put them through right now. All right, ladies and gentlemen, our third and final combatant of the night. He is a great friend of this show, ladies and gentlemen. We are gonna welcome him back for a rematch. He is Tommy McGee. Hey, buddy, how are you? Oh, I'm doing all right, man. A little bit tired, but I'm still up with y'all. All right. Well, I I do appreciate you uh, filling in. Uh, short notice. Uh, we had a we had the card is always subject to change, and this show what uh, seems to be happening lately in uh, during the summer months. But we uh, we do appreciate you uh, filling in. Uh, and just to kind of let our fans have a little refresher, tell us a little bit about yourself, and we'll ask you some uh, other questions that we didn't ask you the last time you were on. Well, once again, I'm wild and free, Tommy Jack McGee. I'm right here, uh, right now in the Indiana area. Looking through some shows here. We've got some big events coming up. Always looking for more. So that's me in a nutshell. So when is uh, when is your next uh, show then? I'll tell you what, we got one coming up, uh, Unconquered Friday, up at uh, Southwestern High School in Hanover, Indiana. So we got that one. And, we got uh, out there on Saturday, and we got uh, got a bunch of good shows coming up. Now, are uh, tickets uh, still available for these shows? And if uh, fans want to come see, how would they uh, how would they get tickets? Yes, tickets are available still, and. Uh, in order to get them, you can get on Supreme Wrestling on uh, Facebook. Get onto the website. Shoot, you could even send me a message. We'll make sure you get them taken care of. Awesome. And then, uh, you know, I would, uh, you know, uh, you and I, uh, you're on, uh, developed a great friendship, and uh, our friendship continues to stay. Uh, Hopefully that uh, if I'm ever in your area, maybe I can uh, get on your guest list and uh, and watch you wrestle because I really want to come check you out. Hey, that sounds good to me. I'm always open to people coming on out here and and checking out some wrestling. 
They'll sit down and celebrate in a little bit afterwards. I only uh, wish Granny was closer. Granny, how's your birthday? Oh, it it's been a it was a wonderful day. I had a wonderful birthday breakfast with some friends of mine from our moose lodge this morning, and then my husband, after he got off work, took me out for dinner. So it's been a wonderful day. Thank you for the birthday wish, by the way, my friends. So I got a bunch of them. I finally just got caught up on thanking everybody, actually, just about an hour ago. Right, I know how that goes. Well, uh, let me ask you this. You, know, you mentioned uh, Granny's birthday. When's yours? Because we'd like to have you back on for uh, and uh, wish you a happy birthday personally. Well, you missed it. That's right. Oh, it we was just it. not too long ago. That's right. It was eight days ago. Well, happy belated birthday. I do apologize. I'm sorry about oh. that. Well, he's oh, got the same more. birthday. He's got the same birthday as Big Swing Icon. Oh, I miss Big <laughs> well, I'll tell you, you know, we got you. You busted. You're busted. We got you on both of them. <laughs> you just missed both well, birthdays hey, I, at one time. <laughs> well, I, I, I did I did forget Granny's. Well, it's kind of hard to forget Granny. Well, I know. I'm, I'm still waiting. I'm still waiting for those cookies. But anyway. Well, uh, you know, Granny's been very busy, so... <laughs> Well, you know, you mentioned you got uh, matches coming up, you know, Friday and Saturday. Uh, can you tell us who your opponents are, or have they not told you yet? I have no idea who they are right now. I, I've been involved in uh, uh, going after another championship. And, you know, we've been switching between singles and tag teams. Yeah, last time I talked to you, when the tag team just started. We are now undefeated in the tag team in uh, Supreme Wrestling. And, Doing well there. As far as Friday and Saturday goes, I don't know. I can't wait. Have somebody else on too. Two on number zero eight. All right. Okay. Well, I just I'll tell got you, somebody I don't, in my uh, ear there. Well, I'll tell you yeah, what. Yeah, uh, I get. I, I guess we have a caller. Uh, so uh, we'll go ahead and uh, take the caller. Uh, uh, caller, do you have any uh, question for uh, uh, Tom Jack, or what can we uh, assist you with? Well, I I was just gonna say I've known Tommy Jack for a long time. Long time. Well, and who is this? Tell us who you're. Well, my name is Ben. Hey Ben, how are you doing? You know ben? I'm doing yeah, all right. Tommy Jack's probably got probably got a big smile on his face too. So were you like uh, uh? So Ben, were you like a opponent or uh, take team partner? Uh, uh, manager, uh, what uh, what is your relation to uh, Tommy in, in the wrestling world? Well, wrestling world, I'm a fan. All right. And I'm uh, a fan of Tommy, Tommy you know, you know Ben, obviously. What's that? Uh, you you know Ben, obviously, right? You know who this is. Yeah, I sure do know who Ben is. We go way back. Right. I went to school. Ben, Ben will tell you what I was like way back in the day. But you know, probably don't want to hear all them stories. Yeah, well, you don't want to hear all those tell stories. One of them? I couldn't oh, hear I that answer, question. 
Well, would you allow him to give us one story? Sure, sure, go ahead. All oh, right, Dan, I'll tell you what, give us your best Tommy story. Uh, well, the only thing I can really say is he's he was always up to helping out the, the, the small guy, the, the underdog. Whenever they were getting by the bully, he was he was always there to to lend a hand. Okay, so you didn't cheat off. So you didn't cheat off in the history class or anything, then? No. No. Oh. That ain't me. I would never cheat. I would never. Well, I'm not (laughs) saying you would. (laughs) Uh, So. what, uh, ben, what is your uh, what is your question? Well, no, I just was calling in just to say, kind of make it public, I guess, to tell Tommy that after everything that he's done and everything, and tell him that I know I'm proud of him, and I know a lot of his classmates as well are proud of him for what he's doing. Well, I'll tell you what, uh, I know that uh, Tommy appreciates that, and... Uh, uh, Tommy is a great guy, and uh, if you want to uh, if you want to uh, stay on hold and listen to the rest of the show, you're free to do that. Uh, we'd uh, we'd love to have you listen in. And hey, feel free to call in any time because uh, the more callers we get, you know, because uh, you know, uh, as some of our previous guests uh, have said, <laughs> Stevie Ray, uh, they don't like. Uh, me to ramble on about myself. They like to uh, have us talk to other people. So, uh, yeah, feel yeah. free to call at any time. We'd love to have you. All right. Will do. Awesome. I just heard that the, I just heard that Tommy Jack was going to be on the podcast, and I figured I'd give him a call. So, or call in, I should say. Awesome. Well, we appreciate it. And uh, we uh, want you to like our, like our Facebook page and uh, – We'll keep you in the loop, and uh, anytime you want to call in, uh, it's an open forum here, so we'd love to have you. All right, sounds good. Uh, Tom, if, awesome. if Tom can send me a link to for it, I'd be more than happy to like the Facebook page for you. All right, we'll, we'll, we'll have Tommy take care of it for you. Okay, that sounds good. Awesome. Thanks, man. Tommy, good luck this weekend, all right? Thanks, Ben. You're welcome. Awesome. So uh, now, uh, uh, Tommy, do you uh, you know you mentioned that you know you're down in Indiana? Uh, are you are you going to pretty much base yourself there for a while, or uh, do you still want to uh, travel uh, to different places? Tommy, I still travel. Like I've come got a show. It's really interesting coming up on Thanksgiving. I'm just up the up the road a little bit in Indianapolis. I'll be returning back to ICW. So I'm looking forward to that show. But I'm always looking and open for traveling. I enjoy well, wrestling here, and I, I have the greatest fans in the world. Don't get me wrong, but I also uh, also know I like to step out a little bit and do some traveling. Well, you know the icon is one of your biggest fans. You know that. Oh, absolutely. I got some great fans all over the place, including the icon. Well, I'll tell you what. Hey, Granny, I'm going to step away for a little bit. Why don't you tell him a little bit about uh, your, uh, your the wrestling show that you're involved in, uh, and you guys can chat a little bit. I just got to step away for just a brief second, and I'll be I'll return. So, 
Randy, you got it for a little bit. Go ahead. Okay. Okay. Well, what would you like to know, Tommy? <laughs> is this the one that's uh, in Oklahoma? That, uh, yeah, this is the one in Oklahoma, wrestling for wrestling for a cause. Yeah, this is the one that we do shows, or they actually they do shows, not we, but I mean, I well, I help, I pick up shirts and stuff for merchandise for the shows, but um, this is the one that that they do shows to help with kids that have got cancer. Right. Now remember you tell me then, why don't you tell everybody when uh, your next show is? Well, our next show is going to be September 15th, September to remember 6th, and it's going to be at the Claremore Community Center in Claremore, Oklahoma at 2301 Sioux Avenue. Uh, VIP, I believe, is sold out or getting close to being sold out, but you can still get general admission tickets. Uh, VIP show starts at 3.30, and the general admission, uh, the regular show starts at 5 p.m. And all these wrestlers, they donate their time, all the referees, everybody donates their time to um, kids and their families. And I tell you, Granny has made a lot of friends um, over the past almost seven years. Matter of fact, October 13th is going to be their seventh year anniversary show. And I, I am, I'm so blessed to be a part of such a great organization. So it's, it's, it's a lot of fun. We, we, we have a great time. Do you travel from Arkansas if, to Oklahoma for the yeah, show? Yeah, yeah. I I drive from Arkansas, from Springdale, Arkansas, where I live, to uh, Oklahoma about once a month, sometimes twice a month. Right now, that's the only wrestling I get to see is when I go to Oklahoma, unfortunately. We had some wrestling in Arkansas, but right now, we one uh, federation is not running any more shows the rest of this year, but... Um, so it's kind of hard for Granny to get her wrestling fixed. So I got to go to Oklahoma to see wrestling. <laughs> That's a long haul for wrestling. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's yeah. Uh, Claremore is about an hour and a half. So um, Tulsa, it's right at two hours. Um, I have been to Oklahoma City for a wrestling show. I got to meet uh, Big Van Vader and his son Jesse um, a few years ago, and. My family and I, you know, spent the night, and uh, but you know that's a little over three, almost three and a half hours. So I don't make it to Oklahoma well, City very often, but um, I have a lot of wrestling friends all over the United States. Um, I've never been to Texas to see any of my wrestling friends wrestle down there. That's on my bucket list. Maybe someday I'll make it up there. They make it down there to Texas and. So, I just, I'll, you know, just love being a part of WFC. So, of course, now, you know, my son, he teases me, uh, Tommy. He's trying to get me to change my name. He's trying to get to turn Granny to go heel, like Hogan did back at in '96. You know, he's trying. He's calling me Granny Villain, Mama Villain, and I informed him that I was not a Mama to the Villains. Which is a organ, which is a group at WFC right now that we have, and unfortunately they hold all the gold around their waist because they're cheaters. But um, 
and when and when I told when I told him that um, I was not a mama to the villains, he says, "Well, mom, you could be. You're old enough." And I'm like, "Whoa, that's, yeah, that's just not right." Now I am now I now I am proud to say, you know, I am 56 today, guys. You know, I'm, I'm 56 years old today, and my age does not bother me because back in 2004. I had a health scare. I actually had a couple blood clots, and one of the clots went to my lung while I was in the hospital. And the doctor told me if I hadn't been in the hospital, I wouldn't have made it. So obviously, God was not ready to take Granny to that big square ring in the sky, you know. So, you know, I have a lot of work to do yet on this earth while I'm still here. And booing the bad guys and cheering for the good guys is, is one of my jobs. So, you know. Right. So I love I love being a part of any wrestling show. I, I love it. Love the kids. I like I said I've I've made a lot of great friends over the years with different uh, families that we ha- we have helped in the past. So when you well, I would love and, uh, to come to Indiana because I would love to. I would love to come to Indiana because I have a friend on Facebook that does shows up in. Um, he does a lot of the heroes and legends shows. Jason Maples for I think it's Fort Wayne, Indiana. Right. He does a lot of heroes and legends shows, and I would love. I mean, I would love to come up there to Indiana sometime and see some shows. So who knows? Maybe someday. Tommy, how far are you from uh, Fort Wayne? Oh, it's a little bit of a distance. I think it's about three and a half, four hours. Okay. The reason why I was asking is because, uh, uh, you know, up here at uh, North Dakota State, one of our big rivals in the Summit League is IPFW, uh, which is Indiana Duke, uh, Indiana Purdue Fort Wayne. And the reason why mm-hmm. I'm asking is, uh, you know, if I uh, if I could come out and hang with you, I'd uh, I'd uh, come out for uh, for an event, hang with you, and then uh, you and I could, I would uh, I'd pay to uh, take you to like a a, a matchup against IPFW. I haven't gotten down to Fort Wayne for quite some time, but I ain't got any problem with you coming to the show. We got some great shows coming up, like I said, and we always put on a good show. So. Yeah, it's uh, and uh, uh, the uh, you know when it comes to uh, IPFW, uh, the uh, the biggest grudge that uh, most uh, Bison fans have against them is in volleyball. Uh, but that's a that's a story for another time. But. Uh, yeah, what I'd like to do is I'd like to, you know, come down, spend a, you know, spend a day or so with you, and uh, you know, hang out, and watch you wrestle, and uh, maybe go to a, a Bison event down there. I'm fine with that. I don't watch much volleyball, to be honest with you, but uh, I, I reckon I could get on the YouTube and watch some more wrestling videos. Hey, that, well, that you would you'd be able to add a new move to your repertoire there, Tommy, calling it the spike. I've got quite a few moves that I've been working on and, and putting in there. 
Yeah, they got surprising some guys with them. So, on Spike wouldn't be too bad one, I guess. Well, tell us about the move that you're working on, or do you uh, not want to? Uh, uh, do you not want to reveal that and just wait to spring it on your opponent, or can you give us a little hint? Well, I've already I've already introduced. It's called a shootout. It's almost like a DDT, but instead of uh, me taking them back, I'm putting them straight to the mat. They're going to go face first, right straight to the mat. So uh, you really can't counter when you got my weight on top of you and you're going straight down. And uh, now you mentioned that uh, you know your uh, your uh, you know your tag team uh, is uh, picking up some steam. Uh, what um, what uh, uh, do you guys got any uh, uh, title or shots coming up in the near future that you uh, that you know about, uh, or uh, you guys got to uh, go up the ladder a little bit before you get a, uh, your next shot? I don't see how much we could would have to climb a ladder, considering the fact that we've beaten almost every single team out there. But uh, you know, I I don't see how you can keep putting us in a ring and we keep doing as well as we are, and you are, and you don't get us in there for a title shot at some point in time. Um, but as of right now, uh, I don't know. All I know is that we're going to keep on getting in that ring. We're going to keep on fighting. We're going to keep making them statements. And I don't see us losing anytime soon. And if we do, we'll just pick ourselves up. We'll dust off our uh, branches or whatever, and we'll keep going. We're, we ain't going to stop. Well, uh, can you tell us uh, uh, about your uh, tag team partner and what his name is and uh what uh, what uh, he brings to the table when you guys are wrestling? Texas Outlaw. Texas Outlaw is my tag team partner. He's a big, big boy from Brighton, Texas. Uh, you know, he, he's, he's a lot of muscle, a lot of toughness. He's got me. I've got, a, I've got my speed. He's got his strength. We just make a real good team. You know, there's certain guys you get in the ring with, and, and you just kind of, it, it just works. You know, it, it's, it's like clockwork. You get in there, and it's just a continual, uh, smooth environment with him. And that's how it is between me and Outlaw. He's got my back, I've got his. Uh, we go in there, we make it work. And, uh, Works now, real well. Uh, We're doing does, very well. Now, does he have uh, does he have his own finishing maneuver, or do you guys have a a, a group uh, a tag team finishing maneuver that you that you do? His finishing maneuver is discus punch. He, he winds that thing okay. up and hits you with that big old hand upside your jaw, upside your head. That's it. That's it. So it's kind of like, uh, so it's kind of like, um, uh, is it anything like Roman Reigns' uh, finishing maneuver? Or is it more Not really. Speed? Roman Reigns oh, is a Superman punch. Yeah. Uh, you remember Kerry Von Eric? Yeah, oh, yeah. Tornado, yep. All right. So you remember when he whirled uh, around and he hit the guy? Mm-hmm. Right. That's what he's got. Only difference oh, okay. between 
him and Kerry Von Eric is Texas outlaw is a bigger boy. You know, you know, it's funny how you how you mentioned uh, you know Kerry Von Eric and his finished maneuver. Uh, not to get off point here, but uh, in uh, summer, uh, in, not summer gym class, but in uh, regular gym class, uh, when we used to play uh, dodgeball. Uh, I used to use Kerry uh, Von Erich's, uh, uh tornado when I would throw the ball at somebody. Of course, I would mostly, most of the time, hit uh, our gym teacher because I didn't know where the hell it was going. But uh, I, I know that maneuver, and I love that maneuver. You know, yeah, it it works for him real well. You know, we're just a couple of Texas boys that are coming in making a statement. And, you know. We got the camaraderie. We got the. Uh, we got the ability. I don't see anything but. Well, bright. Tommy, maybe maybe you and your Texas Outlaw partner can contact Tim Rockwell at WFC and make an appearance at WFC sometime, because we need somebody there to take care of those villains, man. I tell you, those villains are getting out of hand. I mean, especially when. Tim Rockwell comes with a crowbar by the name of Shirley, and, you know, he uses it on his opponents, you know, and, I mean, at the last show, that crowbar was laying right at Granny's feet, you know, and, and of course, all the fans were saying, Granny, Granny, grab the crowbar, and I said, no, I said, I don't want to get in trouble, I don't want to get kicked out of the building, but that being said, if you ever came to WFC or if Granny ever had the chance to make it up to Indiana to see you wrestle, Granny would love to walk you and your partner to the ring. I tell you, I'd be your honorary manager for the night. I tell you, anybody comes in with a crowbar or anything else, you know, Outlaw, he's got his bull rope, cowbell, and I've got the bull whip. Oh, Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't think you're going to get too far with either one of us. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. You guys need to come to WF. You guys need to come to WFC and put those villains in their place. I tell you, man, we we need some help. We need some help there. I tell you, they're they're just trying to run the whole entire show and it's just I'm not happy about it. Well, that's what they they like to do. I don't mind traveling anywhere. We got we got uh, surviving the steel coming up on uh, September 28th, Friday, September 28th. It's Supreme Wrestling. It's a big cage match. I'm excited to be in there. That's my type of uh, fight right there. You know, put put everybody in a cage and let it go. So it'll have to be sometime after that. But, uh, now you, uh, I. I, I think I may have uh, asked this, and uh, I do apologize for I'm asking you again. But uh, did you did you mention who the current tag team champions are right now in your in your organization? Yeah, in, in Supreme Wrestling, it is uh, Rob Royale and Eric Great. Kind of a okay. You know, Rob Royale, he's he's a great guy. He's a guy I can look up to. He's a, he's he's a, just just a great great man. Has a great history with wrestling. Eric Draven does too, but Eric Draven has a tendency to really uh, pull the wool over people's eyes and 
and cheat and all that. And it's kind of weird how he got himself uh, finagled into that tag team title with Rob Royale. Kind of a mix match, if you ask me. But uh, regardless, that's who the tag team champions are at this point in time. Sounds like Draven is just raiding the coattails. Well, Eric Draven has great history. He's got great history. Um, you know, he's been Mid-America champion. He's been the Supreme Wrestling champion. Wrestling USWA and all them guys. And he, He's got great history. But, uh, you know, Eric Draven does what Eric Draven needs to do to get what Eric Draven wants. That isn't exactly the that ain't exactly you know, the way I go. Well, here, here's one thing that we uh, do want, because uh, it sounds like it, it could be happening at any point. Uh, when you guys do go uh, for the tag team championship, and hopefully it'll be soon, that uh, you'll uh, that you'll come on with us, and uh, you know either before uh, the match or after you win the tie, uh, championship, so we can. Uh, we can talk to you about that. Sure, that'd be fine. That'd be fine. I, I prefer doing it after. That's a bigger celebration, you know. You don't want to put the cart uh, before the horse. Right. Yeah. Now, to to refresh our fans' memory, if they wanted to keep track of you. Uh, uh, you got a Facebook, you got a Twitter, you got Instagram, you got YouTube. What do you got out there? Yeah, I've got Facebook, I've got Instagram. I ain't got that Twitter yet. Uh, I don't know, you know, kind of like Rip. I don't know a whole lot about all that stuff, but I do a dabble there in the Facebook and uh, Instagram. You, you know, that's the thing too. With me, um, fans send me messages. All that I may not get to you immediately, but I do get to you, and I do appreciate the fan support. Uh, but you can find out about shows and things like that, what's going on, workouts, whatever, uh, on Facebook or Instagram. And you know, I'll also let uh, our fans out there listen that. Uh, the other thing about Tommy is he's a guy that you can reach out to, uh, you know, and he'll listen and he'll help you with issues if you have any. He's helped me, you know. I don't know if you wanted me to if I if I should have mentioned that or not, but uh, you know, uh, when it comes to uh, you know uh, having a an ear that uh, will listen and talk to you, Tommy is a guy that does that. He's a great guy at that. I'll second that motion. I appreciate that. Oh, not a problem. You know, we go through this thing called life, and uh, it's not always pleasant. It's not always roses. A lot of times there's fertilizer you spreading around in. I don't always say the things that people want to say or want said, but I try to be the person that I need to be in order to help the people that need help. Ben was on earlier and uh, talked about me being there for the underdog. 
that, that's pretty much the way it's been all my life. And I, I understand how life can be and why, what I love about wrestling is, you know, go out there and you're fighting for the, not, not really yourself at times, but even for the fans. That's the thing with me. I want to be, I want to be the champion of the fans' hearts. You know, I get that. I keep going out there, keep fighting as long as I possibly can. Well, you know, and the other thing is, as as a wrestler, you know, whether you're a heel or a babyface or an in betweeny, you know, if you, everybody has their fans, whether you're a good guy or a bad guy, you know, and right. and you you uh, live with the thing that if it wouldn't be for the, for the fans, you wouldn't be who you are. That's right. I'm not. I, like I said before, I'll keep saying it. I've got the greatest fans in the world. I really believe that. You know, they've showed a lot of support for me. And times it's frustrating when you don't uh, win, get the win, and uh, give them what uh, what I think they deserve. But, uh, I don't ever stop, and I won't ever stop. I'll keep fighting for them. You know, and the other thing is about you know about your true fans. You know, they don't uh, they don't uh, care if you win that day. They don't care if you lose that day. They're still they're still going to be your fan, no matter what it is. Yeah, that's very you know? true. That's very true, and I I appreciate uh, all my fans, no matter where they're at. You know, I get some. Uh, Get some messages of encouragement. I always appreciate them. It, it's it's something to keep uh, going on for. Sometimes it is really really tough. You know, when your body feels beat up and you get tired, you get worn out. You know, we're human. But there's times that you might get a little discouraged. The fans are always there to pick back up and, and uh, encourage and keep going on. Man, I love the fans. And you're absolutely right. They're, they're, uh, they're what makes us who we are in terms of, you know, people don't uh, go out there and cheer for Tommy Jack McGee. You know, he, he's going out there a little bit. You know, there might be a little fire there. But those fans get behind you in a match. And you fire back up. You want to keep going. You want to keep that uh, going because they, they're they the reason behind all this. Rick Flair used to have a saying. He said, when he uh, retired, he, he looked out in the crowd and he said, oh, I love going into work every day and making you smile. I I I'm nowhere near Rick Flair, but I can understand those sentiments. And uh, you know, you you always uh, you always be uh, you always be a friend of ours. Well, you know, I'll tell you, uh, uh, our, uh, we are getting the countdown here. So, uh, Tommy, I do appreciate you taking time out of your schedule to join us again, and uh, hopefully uh, the next time. Uh, uh, we can have you on again at some point, and uh, we love we we love having you every time you're on because you're you are an awesome guy. We appreciate it. I certainly appreciate your kind words and, and you know, 
and keep encouraging them fans to support independent wrestling. Independent wrestling. And uh, keep reaching out. I'm always here. Always here. All right. Thank you, Tommy. Have a great night. Thanks, Tommy. Everybody. Hey, no problem. Y'all have a great one as well. Awesome. Tommy Jack McGee, ladies and gentlemen. The man, an original, a friend, a pal, a buddy, a confidant. That's our buddy. He is the man. Oh. So, uh, real quick here, I'm going to give a little uh, cap of uh, who we got coming on next week. Uh, and uh, just so everybody knows, uh, we're not having a show uh, on Monday again because it's a holiday. It's Labor Day, so our show is going to be on Tuesday. Uh, we are going to have uh, Cynthia Rothrock. Uh, we're going to have uh, Jeannie Clark. Uh, she was married to Stone Cold Steve Austin uh, at one time in her life. She's going to talk to us. And we're also going to have uh, Jerry Fenders. Uh, he's a great wrestler. So we got an action-packed show for you uh, next Tuesday. So uh, everybody all be ready. Um, uh, and uh, apparently... <laughs> The individual that uh, didn't like me say anything bad about Kevin Owens uh, didn't call in tonight. Uh, I think so he was he scared. I think he was scared, Icon. Icon. Oh, I'm sure. Uh, so, uh, yeah. So uh, I I knew that the guy wouldn't have the guts to call in. Uh, and uh, if he's uh, listening, uh, I know you don't have the guts to call in. And uh, you know. Uh, so we all good. We all good for Monday, right? For Monday, right? Tuesday, oh, dear. Monday's, Monday's a, holiday. a holiday. Oh, so when's next week's show? Tuesday. 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 Well, beautiful. I can do that. Tuesday works for me. Three, three guest night. Yep. Beautiful, beautiful. Well, we will see you on Tuesday. Stay tuned for Yankees post game right after this. Take care. Why is it not working now? Dead man walking. You've done it now. You've done it made up in the day. And I can't allow you to think you can just walk away. So turn around and face the piper you're gonna pay. Cause the end is Yeah.